Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode. As you can see today, it's a little bit different. We have a special guest joining us today. We have the anxiety-free dietitian with us. I love that you're here because as a person with anxiety, it is near and dear to me. Like yeah. this, this means a lot that you would be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey y'all, my name is Akira. I'm the anxiety-free dietitian on all social media platforms. I got my bachelor's degree in nutritional sciences. I have my master's in dietetics, and I've been working as a dietitian for over two years now. And right now, I focus on my private practice where I specialize in anxiety and mental health. So I help people to overcome their anxiety through nutrition education and manifestation techniques. Yes. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's jump right in. So how how would you describe anxiety and what are the different ways you've noticed that it's manifested itself in Black women? Yeah, so when it comes to anxiety, being anxious is a normal feeling, right? Like, we may feel anxious before a test, before a flight, or before something like nerve-wracking, like a date. But if you are experiencing it on a daily basis to the point where it's chronic and consistent, then you may want to go to your doctor, and they may be the ones to diagnose you with generalized anxiety disorder which is you basically feeling anxious all the time for things that may not even justify you feeling anxious for. And when it comes to Black women, um, there's a huge difference in the way Black women experience anxiety versus white women and women of other races. Um, but what you'll notice is that, wait, can you still see me? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what you'll notice is that in Black women, um, anxiety comes up as more feeling agitated and more aggressive, more, irrit more irritable, I'm feeling very like overwhelmed and just getting really frustrated versus anxiety in white women is more so like of um it's more of an emotional response, like a more of a crying and like more just like saddened look. But in black women, we're often depicted as the angry black women are being very aggressive and things like that. But in reality, a lot of times it's just anxiety. And I actually have a good example of this because I recently started a new job and there was a lady that started there with me as well. And she was like the news um, coordinator for something. I don't know, it doesn't matter, but she was black and you can tell she was extremely overwhelmed at this job. Like this job was giving her an anxiety attack every single day, but everyone thought she was like crazy because she was like so agitated and so frustrated. And she's like, oh, I need to go smoke. I need to go smoke. This is stressing me out. Like she was very like, on go, which is very agitated. Mm -hmm. But everyone else beat her as like this ticking time bomb that was crazy. But I was able to see that she had really bad anxiety. 
And I don't think she even realized it as well. So it really just comes with different and uh, different races. And it's honestly something that's very important to recognize that we see Black women as, as women that also have emotions such as anxiety and that not all the times we're not just angry and aggressive. Sometimes we're just anxious as fuck, literally. <laughs> And that's what I need people to do the work on learning and the way that they learn about other people. Like, it seems like nobody wants to learn about us. And that's, yeah. that's right. you know. Okay. So from my experience, mm -hmm. I've learned that Black families can be a little, I guess, they're not sympathetic towards anxiety, like in a Black household. What are some ways that families can be supportive and, and make it a safe space, you know, in the home? Uh, for sure, acknowledging everyone else's feelings and also acknowledging your own feelings. Because when you are suppressing your own emotions, it's going to come out in other ways. When you suppress excitement, it turns into depression. So suppressing your emotions in general are going to lead to lower vibrational emotions and energies. And mm -hmm. when you're at a low vibrational state of energy, you're spreading that to everyone else in the household. So just being more aware of your own emotions and not just suppressing them and also being more open to other people's emotions as well so um acknowledging your children's emotions your spouse's emotions and not just ignoring things and not just waiting for the ball to drop and things to blow up like constantly keep addressing each other's emotions and um checking up on each other seeing if you're good asking to talk if you feel a way about something or just asking your child like how was your week like how is your mental health been um like anything going on with you at school, like, like make it an open space and also as as judgmental free as possible. So like you never want to feel judged because then you're not going to want to share your, or express your emotions. So um, making it a friendly open space so that you know that someone can come to you and that they won't feel judged because then they're going to want to come to you more and it leaves that open dialogue for a conversation to happen. And honestly, it just makes the biggest difference. And I know... Therapy helps a lot. Like I'm in therapy, I've been in therapy for about a year now, literally. And you can always do family therapy, couples therapy, therapies for everything now. Um, it's a lot of mindset work, really. It's just being more emotionally available, which can be hard for a lot of people, especially if you grew up in a family that was very emotionally avoided and detached. It's hard to be that one person to not be. Um, but once you take that step to become the leader, everyone else follows. So it's really just about working on the emotional availability emotional availability yes, yes. okay so i see that you have some pieces about manifestation how can manifestation help with anxiety yeah so manifestation is basically it's like goal setting so you set a goal you want it to happen and you take the aligned action steps towards that goal so a lot of people think that manifestation is this woo-woo, like, magic thing where you say something and it appears right away. No, it's just about the fact that you set a goal, you take all the stuff necessary towards meeting that goal, and then it happens. But when you change your mindset, it helps it to happen 10 times faster. And that is because your subconscious mind runs your life, right? So your subconscious mind is 95% of your thoughts, and your conscious mind is around 5% of your thoughts. So... Your conscious mind can only handle around one to four thoughts at a time versus your subconscious mind is constantly running thousands of thoughts at a time every single day. Mm -hmm. And our subconscious holds a lot of our habits and our beliefs. And it was formed from the ages of zero to seven years old. So even when you were still in your mother's womb, 
towards the third trimester of you being in your mother's womb, you started absorbing all of her subconscious thoughts and beliefs. And as you age from zero to seven, everything that you heard around you that was being repeated and being taught to you and being told, being told to you was ingrained into your subconscious because during the age of zero to seven, your brain is in a theta state, which is a state of like maximal absorption of any information that comes your way. So from zero to seven, anything that we hear, we automatically believe and we're gullible because we don't know any better. So mm -hmm. your parents could have been enforcing all these limiting beliefs into you and all these scarcity uh, mindset beliefs into you. And that could have manifested into anxiety as you pass the age of seven years old. So when it comes to rewiring your subconscious, there's a lot of ways to do that. One of that is through manifestation. And with manifestation, you can use different techniques such as hypnosis, subliminal, mm -hmm affirmations, vision boarding, um, Reiki healing. Like, like there's a lot of different modalities that you can use. And mm -hmm. basically they all just help you to rewire your subconscious to remove those beliefs that are causing your anxiety and depression and to form more positive belief that's going to change the outlook of your life. It's going to literally eradicate anxiety and depression forever. And so in combination with nutrition counseling and manifestation, it's a legit, like a, a fail-proof system. Like your anxiety is going to go away. If you do the mindset work, you program your subconscious, you eat how you're supposed to eat for your gut health, which is going to change your brain health. And it's literally going to go away. And I'm like living proof for that because I literally do not experience anxiety anymore at all. And I have OCD. So I grew up anxious as fuck. <laughs> anxious as fuck. And now I no longer have anxiety at all. Like I just be chilling. That's a that's amazing. Like I want to live that life. Like, and I'm yeah. sure y'all want to live that life too. While y'all listening, like <laughs> we all need this. I'm so glad you brought up nutrition because recently I talked to my therapist yesterday, and she told me that caffeine plays a huge role in like triggers and like people with panic disorder. And she's like, "Well, how many coffees? Like, do you have?" <laughs> <laughs> So what are some foods that, that help with anxiety and what are some foods that people could, could use to stay away from? So when it comes to caffeine, caffeine is a stimulant. So you never want to have a stimulant on an empty stomach. So that goes for coffee, energy drinks, and sometimes even matcha can upset people's stomach. And what mm -hmm. happens is that when you have it on an empty stomach, it spikes your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. And in the morning time, your cortisol levels are naturally high because that's how it allows your body to wake up and get going for the day. So being out in the morning, your cortisol is already high, you're drinking caffeine, it's going to spike it even more and going to wake up feeling stressed as fuck. And I know that, like, for, um, for some people, first thing in the morning, they want to get their coffee, but now you're just setting yourself up for failing for the rest of the day because you're just stressing your body out instead of eating first and then having coffee. Because when you eat first, you're eating a balanced diet of the different macronutrients. So three macros are protein, carbs, and fat. When you have carbs by itself, it spikes your blood sugar. When you have carbs or fat, it stabilizes your blood sugar. And when you have carbs or fat and protein, it completely stabilizes your blood sugar. And the mm -hmm. more stabilized your blood sugar, the more stabilized your hormones, the more stabilized your cortisol levels, the more stabilized your stress. Wow. So when you eat first, you're setting up yourself to have a balanced blood sugar, which is going to balance out your stress hormones and your hormones in general. And then when you have the coffee, it's not going to spike your stress or your blood sugar. It's just it's going to just give you that quick energy boost, and then you're good to go. But you need to eat breakfast first, and it needs to be a balance of carbs, protein, and fat. Mm. 
see y'all see that now we know little <laughs> something i love that i love that so okay i noticed like on your instagram you have an app okay tell us about your app yeah so um actually i should probably go a little bit more into um nutrition and focus i only just gave like the rundown of that okay. but um when it comes to nutrients that you want to prioritize for anxiety you want to make sure that you're getting in your b vitamins which can come from grain whole grain products or supplements iron as well iron is really important for anxiety because if you're iron deficient that can mimic anxiety symptoms such as like your heart racing feeling fatigued feeling lightheaded brain fog you also want to prioritize with vitamin d because vitamin d deficiencies are directly linked to anxiety and depression you also want to prioritize omega-3s which are healthy fats because the brain is primarily made up of fats so your brain loves fats so once those healthy fats from olive oil avocado oil nuts and seeds things like that are mm -hmm. really important to get those healthy fats and lastly probiotics and fermented foods are really important because they feed the good bacteria in your gut which then in turns um basically helps to um, make your brain feel better because of the gut brain axes which is mm -hmm. how your gut and brain communicate because they're connected to each other so it's really important to prioritize with things into your daily routine and luckily for y'all i have a free anxiety grocery list on my app that she was just talking about, which is the Anxiety Free It Girl app. And Girl is spelled G-W-O-R-L. It's available on Apple and Google Play. And it's completely free. So I have a grocery list that goes through all the macronutrients and a list of different things that you can add to your grocery list to help you manage your anxiety. And I have other resources on the app as well. Yes. See, I've learned so much just like just in this short time. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an everyday thing for me. Like, it's an everyday thing for me. It's a battle, and I'm looking for different ways to just at least settle down a little bit, you know, calm down a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and so what can help with that is magnesium. Okay, I actually didn't mention that. So, magnesium is a mineral um, that is responsible for over 300 chemical pathways that take place in the body. And it's, it's mainly responsible for the regulation of the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So when you take magnesium, it helps to calm down your nervous system. And there's different types of magnesium, but the one that's really important for anxiety is magnesium glycinate. So that's why the TikTok girlies are eating up magnesium glycinate on TikTok and doing like their calm powders and things like that because magnesium glycinate helps to regulate sleep. It helps to regulate emotions, calm down anxiety, depression, and stress. And it's just really important to have in your overall diet. And magnesium really comes from leafy greens, nuts, and seeds or supplementation. So that helps as well. Mm. Yeah, because I see the, I see them using the powders and like yeah. mixing the drinks. So do you recommend powder form, pill form, like gel form? Like which ones do you think will work best? So there's different forms that works for different people. So some people may tolerate a liquid form better. Some people may tolerate the pill form or there's the powders. If you like to mix mix powders into juices and stuff and drink it like that. Um, some people like to do a nighttime sleepy mocktail, which is mixing tart cherry juice with magnesium glycinate powder because tart cherry juice is high in melatonin, which is going to help you fall asleep naturally. Um, and there's also magnesium spray oil that you can spray on your body through mm -hmm. like your more your skin are are, are they're full of pores. And a lot of people will spray magnesium oil on the bottom of their feet. Or for the period cramps, they rub it on their back or on their stomach. I mean, it helps to, it absorbs through your body that way and helps with cramps and things like that. So there's different ways you can take magnesium in. And it just depends on how well your body's able to absorb it. Okay. 
Thanks for sharing that. Educating us. Yes. <laughs> so where can we find you? But I am on all social media platforms at Anxiety Free Dietitian. I'm now on YouTube, also at Anxiety Free Dietitian. I have my own podcast called the Anxious Acre Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, and every single like um, podcast platform possible. And girl is spelled G-W-O-R-L. And then I think that is it. And I'm also releasing a new program on February 1st called the Manifestation Food and Mood Program, where I help people to manifest their anxiety away through food and using manifestation techniques and also nutrition counseling. Y'all hear that anxiety girl? So y'all be like, how do I do this? How do I do this? hit her up? She's an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm suffering too. So thank you so much for coming on here, care I really appreciate you. Of course, you're welcome. All right. So let's see.